Hello. Hi guys, my name is Jane Cross with You Are Enough. In today's podcast, I want to talk about hope. I want to talk about grief and hope. I want to talk about how on earth we can keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and truly believe when we say, Thy will be done. Um, In the middle of storms, in the middle of straight up pain and hurt and the yuck that this life here on this earth can bring us. There is no right way um, to grieve. As a follower of Jesus, I do believe that the ultimate way to grieve is to keep your eyes fixed on him because that's where our hope is. Um, That's where our strength comes from. That's where we can find answers. That's where we can find comfort and peace in the middle of it. Um, Because we have to remember that Jesus experienced every single thing that we did. He knows. You know, when when we look for people, you know, to help us with things, it, it, it always seems to help to go to somebody who's gone through what we've gone through, right? Um, right now, and I, I know she won't mind, my best friend Dana has been that person, you know, um, she's she's gone through so many of the things that I've gone through. One of the things that I think brought us together so closely was just our, our background, our childhoods. Um, you know, I had never known anybody to have a childhood so similar to mine. And, and so that just helped us to be able to relate to one another so much. So over the past year, you know, I have talked about my Piper Jane, my sweet baby girl who passed away on June uh, 26, uh, my precious grandbaby. Uh, she lived 75 days. I had even did a podcast just on that and, and on how to grieve the loss of her. Well, since then, it just seems like death will not leave us alone. And I don't say that lightly, and I don't say that jokingly. It's just... <laughs> My family has a very, like, strange sense of humor. And sometimes, you know, you just you just have to say stuff out loud. And you just have to laugh and, and just be like, I mean, because what else are you going to do? So in December uh, the 26th, I lost my mama. Uh, she had been fighting dementia. I was blessed, and and that's a whole other podcast, on all the ways God worked to get me there so I could be with her the moment she took her last breath. One of the most special moments of my life as I sat there with her singing some of her songs that she loved to hear me sing and then whispering the name of Jesus in her ear as she took her last breath. I got to do that. I got to experience that. What a blessing. What an honor. Uh, 
a few short weeks after that, we learned that my dad had cancer, and they gave him three months to live. That was on February the 5th. On March the 5th, he went to be with Jesus. Uh, the week before he passed, I had actually been in Texas, uh, my second trip in February, and got to spend some time with him, and uh, it was hard. It was it was. It was rough because there's there's a lot of history there with my dad and I in our relationship. And uh, one of the amazing things about it was seeing the love of Christ work through me for my daddy. And to see such beautiful things in places that used to be darkness. Um. Uh, and so, just another blessing of the Lord in the middle of all of that struggle. Um, a week after my dad passed away, my husband's mother passed away. She had had cancer and she had been in the hospital. And my husband and I actually were there at the hospital when she passed away. Uh, they called her mother. I called her mother. One of the most special ladies ever. And loved her dearly. And so in the span of a few months, I lost my both of my parents. My husband lost his mother. My children lost all three of their grandparents. And it's just a lot. And as I go back to my, my, my best friend, she lost her dad too in the middle of all that. And earlier in the year, she had lost grandmother and a few years ago she had lost a young niece and so someone who could relate to me because she had gone through so much was 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 my friend and so I leaned on her a lot and I feel like she leaned on me a lot and it was so good to have somebody there that that knew I had another friend who also lost her mother a few weeks before me and uh, she was somebody that, that I leaned on, my sweet friend Jennifer. So we, re- we search for that. We search for that in people that, that can relate to us, that can understand our pain and our suffering. But we have to remember as children of God, as sisters and brothers in Christ, that Jesus can relate. He's gone through it all. He went through it all here. And, and, and that's one thing that even though I depended on my, my best friend and, and even my husband and my family and, and, and my other friends, you know, they're still, they're not what I needed completely. They, they're going to let me down, you know, and, uh, but Christ never will. And so I had to really focus on seeking him at all times, saying his name out loud, doing whatever I had to do. Because there were so many times I was alone. I was alone in Texas without any of them around me. Uh, driving all the way back from Texas by myself in that car for 13 hours. Uh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And he was there and he was faithful and he was loving and he had so much compassion. And he provided so much strength. Uh, you know, I was reading about grief, and I was reading how nothing about grief is orderly. You know, it doesn't follow these rules. 
Uh, it doesn't have a step one, step two, step three. Uh, it doesn't have a timeline. You know, you don't, okay, you'll cry for three days and then the crying will cease. You know, th- there's none of that. Grief comes in waves. It comes and goes. And, and, and some of it lasts a lifetime. I mean, you're, you've lost someone that you love. Uh, it's hard. It's hard. Uh, another thing about grief sometimes is that you just want to move on from it. You're done with it because it's so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. It's so awkward. It's so uh, stupid. I've said that a million times over the past few months. It's just dumb. You know, I, I, I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of being sad. I'm tired of talking about it. Uh, I want to focus on, you know, my trip to Las Vegas here in a few weeks and then my Disney trip and hopefully a beach trip. Uh, my 50th birthday. I want, I want to, I want to be light. I want, I want this heaviness, this cloud of darkness to be gone. Uh, but grief doesn't work that way. That's not how it works. It's uncomfortable. It makes the people around us uncomfortable. But grief is necessary. You know, I had read these these words. It is a holy pilgrimage. And I sat there for a second and I thought about that. And I was like, hmm? And then I added to that. It is a holy pilgrimage to know the depths of our Father's love. Grief allows us to become even more intimate with Christ. We get to see His compassion. We get to see His, 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 His how He provides each moment the manna that He lays before us in order to get through that minute, that hour, you know, that hospital visit, that funeral, uh, that saying goodbye, uh, to that <clears throat> that moment to where you cannot stand the sound of death one more time or the smell of it. Grief is a time of growth. It's a time of healing. Grief prunes us. It, 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 it removes layers of, 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 of hardness and, 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 and things that needs to be gone from our body in order for us to grow in Christ. Grief is necessary. And the thing is, is that grief can take us one way or the other. It can take us and suck us down and take hold in such a negative way stops us from living our lives, stops us from from being able to function in our jobs with our family. It pulls us away from the Lord. It pulls us away from relationships. It, It can do that. But grief dealt with as Christ leads us. I was going to say dealt with in the right way, but that's, that's not what I mean. There is no right way. But when we allow the, the Holy Spirit to lead us through the process of grief, 
That's where we find peace and joy and comfort. Where we take it and we surrender it all to the Lord. All the questions. All the questions that come with it. You know, why God? Why her? Why this time? Why so many at once? Why? We turn those whys into prayers of... Thy will be done. Father God, we trust you. You know, we take it to Romans 8, 28, which is my life verse. Father, I know that in all things you are going to work good for those who love you and have been called for your purpose. We take it to Romans 8, 18. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Oh. It takes my eyes and, and, and my heart and, and it reminds me that this is not my home. It takes me to Revelation. Revelation 21 where he says he's going to wipe away every tear. There's going to be no more sorrow. The hope that is found in that. I'm going to read 1 Thessalonians 4. I have 13 through 18 here. I don't know if I'm going to read it all. Brothers, we do not want you to be ignorant. (coughs) Excuse me. About those who fall asleep. Or to grieve like the rest of men who have no hope. We believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's own words, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left till the coming of the Lord, will certainly not perceive those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. And after that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage each other with these words. I don't want to grieve grieve like those men who have no hope because I do have hope and his name is Jesus. And so do you. You have hope. You know, when you can't, I had read something, when you can't, uh, you know, think of anything good to praise, good to be thankful for, uh, anything to worship because you're just so heavy. Life is so hard and you're so heavy. You can't pick your eyes up. You can't stop the tears falling from your eyes. You can't get out of bed. You can't pick up your Bible. You can't pray. There's always something to worship and his name is Jesus. And you know what? He's the only thing worthy of worship. He's the only one worthy of praise. Even in the middle of the storm. Even in the middle of the fire. 
even at the graveside of your loved one, even as you hold your lifeless grandbaby in your arms, even as you hear your mama take her last breath, even as you FaceTime your daddy and sing a song to him about Jesus and just praying and praying and begging God to let you know that he has him. Even when you're holding your husband in your arms as he's watching him try to bring his 89-year-old mother back. Even then, Jesus is worthy of praise. He's worthy of praise always. There is hope. Everything rides on hope now. Everything. Have a blessed day, ladies, and you are enough.